So Ricardo, uh, you're an awesome entrepreneur. You have like uh, three businesses right now. Yeah, I have uh, three companies, yes. Three companies on the internet, you're making around 1 million euros per year. Yes. And uh, you have uh, like a great lifestyle, you travel a lot, you don't work so much and you have a very efficient team. Well, the, the, the part of working not so much is not really, really true because I like to work. I like what I do. So uh, I work a lot, but... But do you uh, feel it's work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 80% of the work I like very much. Okay. There is always like 20% the, the accounting part, the, the, the team management sometimes, but usually I like very much, yeah. Okay, and so I wanted to interview you because not only you are a great entrepreneur, but you also, which is very interesting, an ancient uh, worldwide champion of karate. Yeah, it's true, it's true. It happened in 1993. Uh -huh. uh, I was uh, 20 years old and I was world champion in, in w what we call senior. But to be senior, we had to be 21 at least. Okay. So I was like uh, pre-senior, but nevertheless, I was a uh, world champion and I was the first Portuguese to be that, yeah. Yeah, he's the first Portuguese in the world to be worldwide champion. And uh, you share with me very interesting stories about how you became a worldwide champion because it was not easy, of course, obviously. Well, it's not. It's not easy and it was a long, long way. Um, like I shared before in offline, uh, we, we, or myself, I, I had a problem with, the, with my hair. So. Uh, my hair fell when I was nine years old, around nine to, to, to 11. And I was already passionate about martial arts. So it gave me a big excuse to, to train. So I began my training and uh, it, it was a long training because in the, be in the beginning I was very, I was very clumsy. I was uh, not good, yeah. not good enough. I didn't have the skills and I didn't have the talent, the natural talent. I had to build myself to get that talent. And uh, of course I had the, the will behind me to, to, to get it, but uh, because I had a great, great master and that makes the difference in, in martial arts and in life, of course. And um, yes, yeah, so pushed me hard. Yeah, you share with me that uh, for a while you were training twice exactly. as hard as everyone else. Exactly, exactly. And still, you didn't get results. No, no results. <laughs> no results. So no results. Yeah, how long did it? Uh, did it uh, I think I trained in both dojos. I was training twice, like you said, because uh, you went to two dojos at the same time. Yes. Did they know? Yeah, they know because it was the same master. Okay. It was the same master. So, so I thought I have to do something. So I said, okay, I have to train more. <laughs> If I train more with my, with my master, I'll become better. So I think I did that for at least four years four in roll. Four years and no results. No results. You, you were bad, you were be, be beaten. Well, in the... I, I cannot say I was bad, but I wasn't top and I was aiming the top. I was like maybe the fourth sometimes a third so but not, not, not good enough not good, good enough not good enough not good enough so comparing what was i training not good enough and at the time you were competing not to be a worldwide champion but just the champion of portugal yeah which was is the first step right exactly so and finally you become a champion of uh, portugal so yes. what made the difference between the guy who trained twice as hard and didn't get results and well, the other the one who won. i think you know and uh, maybe some of the The, the persons that are watching this interview, uh, th there is something called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, mm -hmm. which calls about modeling. 
I didn't know nothing about neural linguistic programming. So, but I did the same thing about modeling. In 1991, I went to a world champion, and um, it was in Switzerland, and I didn't win anything. I just lost in the first fighting. But, but there was a guy there, an American, which is at origin, a Portuguese origin. That was very, very interesting because he was smaller like me, he was thinner, and he was like 38 years old. So it's, he was older than the other guys. But he beat everyone. He beat everyone. So I was surprised. So I tried to, to model everything. The breathing, the way he put the hands, the way he would fight, the way he would enter, the way he would move, even if he wasn't fighting, but the way he moved, the way he breathed, everything. I was modeling everything. Mm. So. When I came to Portugal in the year after, I went to the to the national champ, championship and I won, just doing the things that he did, wow. just following those steps. Wow! So, I think we can like uh, summary what you told us. Like first, you saw that someone who were like had the, had the same yeah. body as you could make it. Yeah. So it was like a breakthrough for exactly. your mind. Connection, immediately connection. Yeah, you, you, you were thinking, oh, if this, if this guy can do it, I can do it. Exactly. And it was like proof. Yeah, and, and more, more, he was, he's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so I should be even better than him. Exactly. Ah. He's older than me. He's, he has more than like 18 years or 19 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so or 20. Yeah. So like, I have more strength than him, for sure, so... Interesting. Yeah. And, and, and then you also watched him very closely and decided to yeah. uh, model yeah. everything he did. I mean, a lot of things he did, wow. and it made the difference. Yes, it makes big difference, huge difference. And I also did something that is very important. I just got out of my comfort zone and I went and speak with him. I tried to speak a little bit with him, I tried to find out what, what he did, what he was doing, the way he was training, uh, who he was training with, and uh, so I found a few things that make a, like a tiny difference, but a, a huge difference in, the, in, a, in, a, in a medium, medium um, how can I say, in a medium time, mm. in the future. So it was like, a, uh, Right, right, like uh, results immediately, but results in like a few months, it should, it should come up with a big, big result like it did. So Tony Robbins says that uh, often the difference between being good and being great is two millimeters. Exactly. He speaks yeah. about like the little things that, that yeah. makes a big difference. And what is the case? Completely, case, completely. Really, it was like completely. It was like tweaking few little things because I had the technique. Mm -hmm. I have the technique, I trained a lot, so I have the technique, but I, I missed the mindset and I missed a few things that was very important to make the difference between good, very good, top and outstanding. And I was only good. So that was the, the main difference, those three things. And it's yeah. a meeting with this guy who taught you? Yeah, it was, it, it was a breakthrough. It was a breakthrough because um, he said to me, I don't care who I have in front. I don't care. I just make my moves. I don't care his moves. I just play my game. Yeah. It, it makes and you, you were not shy about talking to him and asking him questions? Well, we are always a little bit shy when, when it comes. He, he was already a world champion. He was already, I think, twice world champion. So 
it's always a little bit intimidating, but I just, no, it's, I found a little bit rapport, even though I didn't know about nothing about rapport, but I found that he was from Portugal, his origins, his father was from Portugal, yeah, he, so... He was American, but from Portugal yeah. origins. Yeah, his yeah. fathers were, his yeah. parents, yeah. Okay. Yeah. His father and his mother was so from Portugal. So he helped you to talk to him, like, hey, yeah. from Portugal. Exactly, I, I just start from there. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, it's yeah. not rocket science, huh? like you said, uh, we are always intimidated, intimidated when we see people that like had the achievement we are aiming for, yeah. but we can talk to them, it's, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. You yeah. just, hey, I'm from Portugal, I know your father is from Portugal, and it's a start of conversation. You know, I just thought, well, no, it's guaranteed. <laughs> If he says no, it's something that is already guaranteed, so why not try it? Yeah. <coughs> And it made all the difference. Yeah, huge difference. Then we became friends. Then he helped me a little bit oh, also. He became your mentor. Yeah, he became one of my mentors in, in martial arts also. And also he's an entrepreneur. So oh, made, really? Yeah. So he also like talked to you or share with you, maybe not intentionally? Yeah, and he, he was, at the time, he didn't have his own company. He was uh, a salesman and he was one of the best salesmen in New York. So in the state of New York, and it's it's a huge achievement because, as you know, New York is big. It's very competitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and he was he was thinking in in having his own company, which he did. Yeah, which he did. Great. And so it was the first step. You 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 became a national yeah. champion of Portugal. So how many times did you were you a champion? Three, three years in a row. Three years in a row, and yeah. you were aiming for to be a worldwide champion. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that at the time. But my master uh, always wanted to, his students to achieve more than he did. And it was, I'm grateful to have the, because my master was my first role model mm -hmm. as, a, as a teacher, as a person, and as a martial arts guy, and a, as an entrepreneur. Because today he's a very, very big entrepreneur in, in Portugal. And, um, Well, uh, so he put that in my mind. He put that in my mind. He, he put the seed like it is possible. It is possible to get there. So I was invited because he, he, he put the word to, to, so I can be invited to, to go to and be a, what we call a Uchidashi. Uchidashi is like a, a disciple of a Japanese master. Mm -hmm. And uh, Well, it happened. So I was invited and uh, I didn't have any money because um, I was studying and I was uh, teaching also martial arts to, to pay the studies. And the invitation came, came and, uh, and I thought, yeah, I have to go. <laughs> I don't have the money. Don't care. I will find a way. I will find a way. Mm -hmm. So what I did, I sold. I had a, a collection of comic books. Yeah. The Marvel, Iron Man, Spider-Man, all those. So, and I had a huge collection. So I sold that. Uh -huh. I made some money with that. And I had also a motorbike that I sold. I got the money and I flew to United States. Wow. Yeah. So you, you sold some stuff you were like attached to, right? Yeah, completely. It, it was attached. kind of a sacrifice. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. But you knew what was most important in your life. Yes. And it was not definitely not the marvel. No, because something in my gut felt that that would be the moment that would be like a big change, not only for martial arts, but as a person also, as a, a person that I want. Because I didn't say, but when I was nine years old, I, see, I saw a Sinclair, a Spectrum, uh, which is a computer that... Yeah, like a very old computer. Very old, very old. 
And um, when I saw that, I was, I became like passionate about it. And I, I thought someday I will have something related to this. And I don't know why, but on that uh, date when I was invited, that came to my mind. It was like, okay, this, I think it will help all, also to my life and to my future. So I just flew and went there. And um, I stayed there for three months yeah. with my Japanese master. And it was uh, one of the best months of my life. Uh, I cannot say that in the beginning, um, if I was in, the, in that moment, I wouldn't say what I'm saying now, because the first days it was very, very hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was very hard. Mm -hmm. But I understand why it was hard. And um, well, the, the experience was, uh, was highly motivated. And when I came, the world champion was in the year after, and I became world champion. So the turning of this Japanese master made help you like a lot becoming a worldwide champion so what was the difference what did he taught you what did he teach you that you apply and made the difference well one of the things is he, he cut it completely my limit beliefs because yes. we, we always have some limit beliefs that we we cannot do it it's difficult uh, the the word of no and uh, because we are latin the, Portuguese people have always the word no in their mouth. <laughs> so he could complete the no. And um, for example, he would put me on, on Thursday nights, we have a, um, a lot of people coming from other dojos. And we have like fighting, a lot of fighting during at least three hours. Uh -huh. And so the, the guys that were there, like me, Yuchidashi, that we, we were two, me and uh, uh, a German guy, and then the German guy went away and came another Portuguese. But we all was always two. And we would start with uh, the weakest guys fighting, and we would end with the toppest guys. So when we would reach the toppest guys, we were completely tired. We were completely... <laughs> yeah, exhausted. Yeah, completely exhausted. So we had to find ways to... Um, to stand up, to, st to step up our limits. Because when we reached those guys, those guys were the top, but we couldn't arrange excuses like saying, oh, I'm tired. Because I said that on the first, uh, on the first day, on the first fight, and my master said, oh, are you tired? Perfect. After the training, you're going to clean all the, the building, <laughs> and you're going to clean the toilets, Great. and you're going to cut the, the grass. And I asked, at 2 a.m.? Yes, at 2 a.m. <laughs> so I was like cleaning the, the, everything and cutting the grass at 4 a.m. So you had a great training to yeah. push your boundaries and you, you saw that you could do it. Yes. Even if in your mind you were tired, yeah. your body could do it. It was just a question of mindset. Yeah. So your master helped you a lot overcome your mindset limitation. Completely. Yes. Completely. The mindset just, just changed me. Uh, today I say that, uh, for example, quitting is not part of my dictionary. Mm. Because I, I, don't, I don't believe in quitting. Yeah. I believe in persistence, I believe in trying to find other ways to make it work. And um, the, the mindset that the Japanese master gave me was one of the, the key things was that. Uh, it just pushed me so hard and, uh, and at the same time pushing hard achieve but stay humble because i had like I, I think it was after the first month i became very very good mm. immediately after the first month because he gave me some tweaks and it made a huge difference so i have a day where i beat everyone 
even the top guys that were there, even the Portuguese, even the, the American guy that was my model. Oh, wow. I beat him. Wow. <laughs> I beat him in one day. So my master was very, very happy. He was like, oh, Ricardo is so good, so amazing. Eh? So my ego just went, went to the roof. Yeah. <laughs> so in the in the the day after that the day after that just um, the, the my master put put like um, put me some more training there and uh, did some exercise that me exhaust me completely so i fought again against the same guys and i was completely beat up mm. so my master said oh ricardo yesterday was so good but today shit <laughs> <laughs> so i just realized that i have to be humble so he taught you how to manage your ego because exactly. the ego can be yeah. one of the yeah. biggest obstacles to success. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Completely agree. So great. So yeah, you, you share with us uh, the techniques he, he taught you to overcome your uh, mindset limitation on your ego. Did he uh, taught you like some specific techniques to be just like more efficient at what you did? Yeah, we, we were always very, very focused on what we did. We did some meditation techniques, of course, also, but there was one of key things that put me in a completely aware state, always aware of everything, which, which was, my master said, okay, every time I enter to, to the dojo, you have to be at the door. You have to be at? The door. At the door. Yeah, my, my master told us that you have to be always at the door. It doesn't matter what time it is, 2 a.m., 5 a.m., 4 in the afternoon or 9 at night, you have to be at the door when I arrive. But the dojo was huge, right? Yeah. Like, so how could you do it? Well, <laughs> that worry that put us in, in, in our mind. Because what would happen if you don't, we would, uh, if you're not very, at the door? We were a very, very challenged day. <laughs> For sure. Okay. <laughs> a lot of work, a lot of manual work, like the, the same thing, cutting grass, painting something, almost like Karate Kid. Karate Kid? Yeah. With almost. Mr. Miyagi, like turning yeah, the guy to paint his, uh, his, uh, yeah, his barrier. Yeah, yeah that, that image came to my mind uh, when I was there. So uh, we became very, very, very sharp on that. And that helped me a lot to to see people, to observe people, to be aware what is happening, to team management, to a lot of things that that kind of awareness mm -hmm. gave me in terms of personal side. Of course, the, the fighting part, huge, but... Uh, All the mindset, ego, yeah, the mindset, managing and awareness, everything. Gave you a lot yeah, I think the word is mindset. The mindset completely changed because the mindset is the, the sum of everything like awareness to be stronger not quitting all those things all those things so it was amazing yeah wow so it was a few years ago and now you you're an entrepreneur i mean you, you were like a, a school teacher for karate for for years yeah. you told me you had the school with a 400 uh, yeah i students, almost right? reached 400 people my just. god all right yes. but now it's a bit behind you even if you're still practicing uh, but you're an entrepreneur so yeah. what how, how did everything from karate make, make you a better entrepreneur now well, it makes a lot because as an entrepreneur, we have a lot of failures. Uh, we also have failures and it's very easy to, to not to be motivated and, uh, and to feel that the world is against us. 
and all the things are not working at the same time and we are doing things and the things are still not working like the same as me when I was training and not working but suddenly it clicked and I believe that in entrepreneurship I also have the same thing I have a lot of a lot of failures and um, but then the things got start to get it right start to get it right right and uh, so it helped me a lot to make the, that kind of mindset, not quitting, and at the same time to find always the models, like I did with, the, with, the, with Alex, um, to find always models that I can copy, that I can also apply those rules, because like Tony Robbins says, success leaves clues, and that is very, very true. Mm. And, um, but I think the main, the main thing is not quitting and the persisting. And of course, learning is either you win or either you learn, mm -hmm. not lose. <laughs> oh, so you learn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the key things. So learning and persistence. Yeah, learning and persistence. That's the, the, the main. Of course, then you have a lot of things that is important that helped me a lot. To be a teacher in a, in a school, like martial arts, yeah. it gave me a lot of um, training how to manage a team. How to to because I manage my team in a different way. I manage my team like almost like a dojo, because the dojo have some rules, some ethical rules that you have to apply, and also the 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 respect between people, uh, all that that philosophy I transport also to my to my company. That's my company called Kamai. And Kamai, it's a, Kamai. yeah, Kamai. And Kamai is a Japanese wo Japanese word that means to be alert. To it. It's a position of guard. It's a position of mm, being alert. Very interesting. So, of vigilance. Yes. Yes. Ah. So I just transport that to 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 the company also. Well, awesome, awesome. Thank you for sharing yeah. this amazing story. Thanks and so as you can see, I mean, there is a lot of uh, things that you can take as an entrepreneur. You don't have to become a worldwide champion of karate or, or kung fu or anything else. But you can see that to be very good at what you do, it's, you have a lot of things in common in whatever field you are. Even if you are an entrepreneur in, I don't know, food, or, uh, <laughs> in, uh, or you want to create a startup, or you're a blogger, uh, when you want to be very good, you have to manage your ego, to have a great mindset, and to learn specific techniques to be better at what you do, no matter what. And Ricardo, he knows what he's talking about. I mean, he has been, he had been a champion, Worldwide champion, and not a lot of people can say that in the world, actually. Well, 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 my intelligent rebels. Thank you for listening. You are still here, which means you are part of the 15%, the 10%, the 5%, maybe the 2% of people who manage to listen until the end. So you are part of the most motivated listeners. Thank you for this and congrats. Now, would you like to share the love about this podcast if you like it? If yes, feel free to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes or Spotify. It will mean the world for me because it will motivate me to continue to create content to help you create your own adventure in life. And it will help spread the word and reach more intelligent rebels and help them also create their own adventure in life. Thank you in advance if you do it and see you soon. Bye-bye.